another good Friday to you because <laughs> it's time for WCSM's General Store. We're coming to you from the 70 Times 7 studio. I'm your host, Sheila Steven, and this is Kurt Dernal, Mark Raper, and Bill Williams. Welcome, and thanks for joining us. We're so glad that you are here again with us this week. I think this kind of may become my opening statement. I hope you drug all your friends with you, kicking and screaming if you have to. Yeah, drug them in. Right. Yeah. As Lloyd Wood would always say, hey, if you like our show, mm-hmm. be sure and tell everybody. If you didn't like it, don't tell no one. That's right. He said so, that every show, too. Every show. I like it. Yeah. So, I like it. We should go. have him on here sometime. We should. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't say that. He'll he'll stop at taking phone calls <laughs> if he sees an, uh, an odd number come right, up. Right, right. No, yeah, I think I'm going to give Lloyd a call and see if okay. we can get him on. He's yeah. a real, he's a, you know, he's not just a local. He's a national treasure, I think. He, he is. He's still out there getting it, too. Oh, like, yeah. he's like My brother still performing. plays his Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. playing quite a bit. He's so good. Mm-hmm. So, so good. So, yeah, welcome. Uh, we're glad to have you back on this Friday. We've got a, a great uh, great show for you. A really big shoe, as Ed Sullivan used to say. So um, we, I, I just have been wanting to talk to you all about this um, for a few weeks now. Um, so we're all parents, mm-hmm. um, but the three of you are extra special parents because Aww. all three of you, uh, <laughs> your you and your wives have have adopted. Mm-hmm. So I'd love if you wouldn't care to share a bit of your adoption stories with us. Would you care to do that? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't mind a bit. I think who's who did it first? <laughs> um, Bill maybe or you, uh, Mark. Maybe Mark. I think okay. it might have been Bryce first. Oh two. Yeah. When was it? Yeah. Probably about twenty years ago. Okay. Yeah, it's twenty. Yeah. Bryce just celebrated yeah. in November his twentieth birthday. Well, Bill, you yeah. never go first on anything. So tell us about tell us just a little bit about your adoption story. Well, I, I always like to say that he adopted us. I mean, yeah. we, we started yeah. out as foster parents for, nice. for Jordan, and we kind of grew grew together, and it just it worked out real well. Now, how old was right. he when he came into your home? Two and a half. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, so he was young. Oh yeah, he's just a little guy. He's a little guy. Had to have um, had to have some surgeries done, mm-hmm. you know. But he he, he it worked out well for all of us. Good. He, he's a good kid. Absolutely. I mean, in down deep. Yeah, that's for sure. And nope. the the boys yeah. got to spend a little time with him. Yeah. They were all growing up about the same age together. That's and, for sure. Yeah, that was a it was a great story. Now, yeah. um, was he related? Yes, he was. He, he was my nephew's son. Okay. And yeah. They, him and his wife had some issues and wasn't able to keep him so and you and marianne yeah. stepped in and saved saved a life yep. really I believe we did awesome yeah, he's, he's, it, was, it was a great experience well, and, I, and i you know i have to also thank my my kids you know mickey oh, sure. and andy because yeah, they, yeah. they took him in just as much as we did so. for sure yeah just a great story i love stories like that you um and uh, Renata, uh-huh. uh, tell us a little bit about your adoption journey. Uh, we couldn't have children, so we went to a Christian adoption agency in uh, Indianapolis, and uh, that's where they, the mother, birth mother picks. You basically put an article in a magazine, and they look through it, and they pick the parents. And uh, his mother picked us in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, and uh, she was him. in Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. Okay, and she had uh, a couple other children. She couldn't afford another child. And, God bless her uh, for uh-huh, exactly. She went to <clears throat> in Indiana. They have a law that 
when they go to abortion agency, they have to be read what their options are. And after she heard that the adoptive family will pay for everything, she chose adoption. Oh, wow. wonderful. So, matter of fact, both my children, Bryce and Maddie, are adopted. And both of my, uh, both of them went to the do- abortion agencies and both of them changed their mind after they heard oh. that they could get oh. paid. God is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's a good law. And uh, so, we got Bryce. We got a call. He said, you got a baby coming in two weeks. And then the, two days later, we got a call. said, you better get to the hospital. He's being... <laughs> so, we always say that, you know, he heard... We were ready, and then he was ready. Oh. So we met, met him. I always tell him about going up to Fort Wayne to Parkview Hospital and seeing this little boy with his blue little hoodie. Mm-hmm. I tell him it's every birthday, and he gets oh. so tired of hearing it. <laughs> but, you keep telling but, it. You know he still wants to hear it. He yeah. really does. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it was very special. Of course, we met with the birth mother for a little while. Uh, it's a very good experience. And then, uh, for So would that be considered mm-hmm. an open adoption? Yes. Like, um, yep, like we she still knows where he is. Oh, you do. No, they oh. don't know where we are. What happens is you send letters to the uh, adoption agency, and then they forward those letters to the birth mother. Now, we've oh. always uh, sent things to her. But we haven't heard anything back. That's totally well, that's okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, At least she knows he's okay. And now, uh, yes, exactly. And then uh, Maddie came four years later, and uh, she was born in Indianapolis. It was Wichard then. What is it called now? Eskenazi. Uh, Eskenazi. And uh, we picked her up. She had a head full of hair <laughs> and beautiful baby. We got to meet the birth mother for a little bit. And uh, she had already had one abortion, and she did not want to have another abortion. And she picked us because she wanted her daughter to have a big brother that took care of her, her. So, like, she had an older brother. So, uh, wow, it's been uh, nothing but blessings. That's so wonderful. Except when they're teenagers and it's a little tough. Yeah, but they're all like that. <laughs> yep, they're yeah, all adoption like, has nothing to do with that. Adoption has nothing to do with that. No, no. That's no. no. That's no, fantastic. No, we've been very blessed. That's so awesome. Both your kids have great heads yeah. of hair. They do. Bryce they do. has beautiful, yeah. big brown yeah. or dark right. curls. Yep. Yeah. So uh, share your adoption story with us. Yeah, mine's a little different. Uh, uh, so wonderful, no, though. We had, thank you. We. Um, it is kind of neat that all uh, three of us have different avenues. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh-huh. kind of crazy how uh-huh. that happened. Uh-huh. But, uh, of course, you know, we covered this already. I agreed to two kids. Sure. Um, how many and, do you have? <laughs> I, we have seven. Yeah. Now. I see you on that argument. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And uh, so, anyway, I thought once we had our sixth one that it was probably time to stop. I talked her into that. And Lori actually got her surgery. Oh, um, okay, right, yeah. Right, because I wasn't going to have surgery. Well, sure, I mean, uh, I mean, why would so, you? <laughs> that wasn't going to happen. She knew that. Yeah. So she had her surgery, and I thought, well, we are done. We're done. We're done. She finally uh, feels complete, we're, and we're done. The family, it's a complete family. Yeah, we're here. It's, it's all good. So, uh, and, then, and then... But God. But God started laying on her heart, uh, crazy laying on her heart, and uh, mm. to, the, to the tune of... Uh, she wouldn't shut up about it. <laughs> I mean, which I'm just going to put it out there. You're so sensitive. <laughs> she, she would shut up. I mean, so so she keeps talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. So, so uh, you know, like a good husband, I didn't completely shut it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't say yes either. And uh, so we went through this uh, uh, program called Safe Families. And mm-hmm. it, it originally started out of Chicago, uh, Illinois, and made it, it made its way south through Indianapolis and then uh, eventually got to Bloomington. Um, I think this was around 2015, uh, 2016 in that time period. And uh, so so we signed up 
and you know we went through the background check and and got fingerprinted. So Safe Families is a uh, is a program that they place kids in these homes so they don't overload the child protective services system. They don't mm. overload the system. So is it not really considered a foster? It's not. It's not oh. foster. It's not. It's not through the government or anything like that. It's just a service that's provided. What it's meant for. It's meant for. Uh, Mom needs a couple weeks to get mm. things together in the new house or the new apartment that she's renting, or grandma and grandpa are going to take over, but they need it some time. Sure, sure. Can you take this child into your home for a couple weeks, right? Mm. Couple weeks, we're good. Yeah. I can handle that, right? Oh, yeah. Is that yeah, what's what's one more, right? And you're and you're thinking it'll be good. This will this will this will make Lori feel better. Yes, and it'll just be yes. a couple weeks. And and I was thinking she she's going to get to where she doesn't want to do this anymore. She doesn't want to. It's going to be too much for right. you know. Like I thought, there's no I way was, she can handle one more. I was banking on the pain of childbirth, mm. slowing her down mm-hmm. a little bit, but. <laughs> Then there was some procedure that they do at the hospital. That, that what's that called? That big Epidural. shot. Epidural. Thank you, thank you, thanks a lot, Miss Doctor Epidural. But anyway, um, so I've never been there and saw that, but I knew the name. How, how's that happen? Yeah, and he <laughs> does, bud. Good job. He doesn't even have had six kids that way. Yeah. I've paid for six of them, so I should know that. You're right. But uh, but yeah, so um, that's probably that, why he has six. Yeah. He still he had no clue what maybe was going he got on. one. So yeah. <laughs> 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 what's really funny is about that is I did agree under under duress on this because I'd had an outpatient <laughs> I'd had an outpatient procedure this is no joke I come home on the way home from this outpatient procedure I'm Lori, still under Lori has picked you up yes she's driving me home and she says I, I, I do remember her asking she says say family has a child can we take it and mm-hmm. I was like okay stop for just a second Lori <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well played, Lori. Bravo. She's so good. She, she's so good. So, uh, so I say under duress or under uh, epidural, right? Or whatever right, it was, right? Right. right. Um, I agreed, and and next thing you know, Aria Grace showed up at our door, and um, it was it was great. Uh, it just was a blessing. It felt so good to be able to take her and, and care for her while her birth mom was uh, preparing. Mm-hmm. And and two weeks turned into two months. And now, did she ever go back? Did she go back and forth? Or did, did it just was... She did on a, a, a few occasions. She went back to the birth mother and, and the birth mother was not in a position in her life at that time to care for Aria. And uh, so... so it it just kept happening and it kept mm-hmm. happening. This is how God works. I'm going to try to keep keep it together. I'm going to try to keep it together. It's Deep hard. breath, mm-hmm. and you can't. It's okay. So, um, January turns into August, and finally, wow. um, <clears throat> Safe Families says to the birth mother, "Here's your child back." So Aria was taken from us. Mm-hmm. Set, set back to her birth mother, mm-hmm. and that was Monday, okay? So literally by Monday afternoon, turns into Tuesday, Wednesday, and I kept saying, Lori, you've got to you've got to chill out. You've got to let her take over. You've got to let her take over. And she finally says, literally on Thursday, <laughs> she says, will you adopt my baby? <laughs> Oh, 
she came to that conclusion and says, will you adopt my baby? We called um, an organization here in Bloomington and they said, be in Indianapolis tomorrow at noon. Mm. It was that fast? Just like that. Monday turned into Friday and we took her home Friday afternoon. So, <laughs> As yours? No more stories but make me cry, please. Oh, no. That's so... No, that's so precious. Yeah, so Monday turned into Friday afternoon and Indiana Law, it's, uh, it's wonderful for those who are, are looking into adoption because... I guess back back way back when it was left up to chance. If you adopted, then the adopted uh, the biological parents could come back and yeah. then fight you to get uh-huh. your their. Oh, you can't do that in Indiana. Indiana is one of the most pro-adoptive yeah. states in the nation. Yeah, it's Very it's good. amazing. That makes me so proud. to be a Hoosier. I did oh, not know yeah. that. It's it's amazing. It really See, is. Uh, on both, I didn't mention this earlier. But on both of our cases, since the birth father was not named, we have to wait thirty days by Indiana state law. The, you have 30 days for the father to come forth even mm, after you have that the had to be a long 30 days it's a long 30 days but after that 30 days he has no rights done deal. can't do anything yeah mm. they said That's in awesome. indiana they say if you're in the business of making babies and you don't know about it, 30 days after the birth you didn't care that much about the baby yeah yeah, yeah. so now are those laws still on the books oh, in yes. indiana yes, yes. 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 Oh, praise yes. god okay I, that's I'm good you, the, uh, and that the attorneys that we used literally worked with the legislature to write the book so when you say they wow. wrote the book on it, they literally wrote the book mm-hmm. on, on this yes. and laid it out because they had been yeah. doing this for years. And yeah. they said, hey, you can't encourage folks to adopt if this is going to happen. They're going right. to come back and try to take their child. Right, right, right yeah. And right. and so they got that taken care of, and, and yeah. uh, it was amazing. It, it really was. And then uh, <laughs> the prize. But, but at that time, on that Friday, there was no – the birth mother could not change her mind then. Right. Once they signed that, signed her over – Boom! Now it's off to mm-hmm. the the. You remember all the background checks, the oh, the, yeah. the the letters of referral yeah. that you had to get. I mean, that process took a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the judge threw the gavel in November, and we call that. Well, we've got a lot of days, but we call that Dernal Day, when she actually became a Dernal <laughs> on November 15th. And uh, we celebrate that every year. We go somewhere, we do something, and uh, she gets all fired up about and it. And all so. of her brothers and her sister were so thrilled <laughs> oh my gosh. they loved her from yeah. the, oh my the, gosh the first day sure. uh, they were wonderful about it because yeah, they, they, they didn't have to be you yeah, know right. i mean right. i mean just just in your situation too yeah so yeah. uh they could have made that very difficult yeah sure for us yep. uh, but Kurt, they didn't Kurt so. bring up a lot of memories for me here uh there's no better day than that day that you go up to indianapolis it's a, a family event and you and my parents were there my wife's parents were there brothers and sisters are there you know, and it's so formal at first, you know, they go through the formal procedure. Right. And then after it's all over, they go, okay, let's party. The judge is like, come on, let's go get pictures. Yeah. yeah. They take pictures. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's, it and is. you know, the it's, judges love oh, those oh, days. Yeah, they oh, love yeah. those days. Those are know? good days oh, for them. Yeah. Those are fantastic, fantastic yeah. days. So you know, I, sure. I've talked, I've, you know, we all know in the last, what, eight months or whatever it's been since the Roe v. Wade has hit, right. hit the, you know, the headlines again and stuff. I've said often, and I'm not the only one, that the the adoption conversation needs to change in this country. Yeah. Adoption needs to be easier. Yeah. It needs mm-hmm. to be cheaper, mm-hmm. yes. more oh. accessible. Mm-hmm. Yes. Those, that would make huge. a huge difference. Yeah. 
in this conversation. Yeah, and absolutely. and the path and journey that a lot of women take. Yeah, right. So it's it just really is heartwarming that Indiana has such great mm-hmm. uh, legislation on the books mm-hmm. for for adoption in our state. But it, we need it across the country. Mm-hmm. Adoption just needs to be. A good so option. Much, it needs to be a good and option. It needs to be you, better. The the but. attorneys that we went through in Indianapolis, I, I'll never forget this. The attorney said he just basically said, "What, what can you give to do this?" And I was like, uh, and he said, "It doesn't really matter. Whatever you give is not going to change my lifestyle one bit. So, <laughs> so we can do this for however much you want to do it for." That's. Awesome. I mean that uh, that's who I was working <clears throat> with out there. He didn't care. Wow. He did not care. So yeah. you talk about finance. Absolutely. I mean, if you could make it, there's so many tax breaks for this and that and mm-hmm. scholarships and money flowing mm-hmm. everywhere. Make it to where adoption is not expensive. Well, right. the, the sad the, thing is just a normal average person can do. Mm-hmm. Right. And the sad thing is, I think a lot of it is it's uh, uh, they have you over a barrel. Mm-hmm. There are parents who are desperate for a child. Yes. Oh, yeah. And yes. they'll pay whatever it takes. Oh, and there's a They'll right. mortgage their home. Absolutely. They'll, and that's they'll still exploit going on that. Today. Yes. It, absolutely. Yes. They will. And yeah. it's wrong. Absolutely. And there shame. Should, that shame should, on them. That should not be allowed. Right. They should be paid for their time, for their oh, work. Sure. sure. I mean, right. that's. Yes. But absolutely. It's, these exorbitant fees yeah. to, to adopt a child is absolutely yeah. wrong because they're hitting people right in the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. The, the things that you mentioned are, are right on. I mean, the, the, the expense of it. Now, uh, clearly, you got the background check has to. I mean, oh, we're sure. not mm-hmm. we're not For applying sure. to flip burgers right. here no, or anything right. like that. Right. It's it's huge. I mean, yeah, you're absolutely. adopting a kid. You don't want to send a kid to no. a, a home that absolutely. You know, I agree. That's yeah, be bad. Yeah, but, it's because it's but, all about protecting the child. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So on keep, any level, keep that where it is. But the other stuff, the financial part of it, yeah. Please, let's find something to to bring that to where the average person can do. That's that. what our legislators. Um, yeah. On Capitol Hill should be arguing about yeah, no that right there. <laughs> I agree. Uh, that I agree. right there. Yeah, so definitely. Stick around. We've got more for you coming up from the general store next. WCSM's General Store in the 70 times 7 studio. And hopefully you're not just joining us. Hopefully you saw the last segment. If you didn't and you are just joining uh, in, then rewind and, and, and check that out. We had a, a really great uh, chat here a few minutes ago. And so before we wrap this up, I do want to say to you, don't you ever apologize for being emotional <laughs> 
yeah. about a story as beautiful as that he one. He cries all the time. I, I can't keep I you out just, of crying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep saying, bud, come I, on, come stop on. with the tears already. Stop, stop. No, yeah, it's, I've uh, never seen Kurt cry before, to be honest. It's, uh, it's, I, I'm becoming more emotional as I get older. Is that, that a thing? Is that no, a thing? I, no not for me. Not for you? <laughs> so uh, I, I, I do remember uh, one of my favorite scriptures is Jesus wept. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Right. Easiest one to remember. So it's okay yeah. for Kurt too. So it's also. okay. So it's yeah. okay. So I mean, I'm pretty sure he was they gave a us man of a reason. So mm-hmm. absolutely. So, but and yeah, one of the most precious things to Jesus and to his father are children. And so yeah. the fact that, that you got emotional over that, he understands. I you appreciate know? that. And I think, I think too, I, I, I remember you guys were a part of that too. Mm-hmm. when when that was going on, yeah. I remember, uh, talking to you guys at the mm-hmm. show or, or texting or on mm-hmm. the phone, sure. you know, and then, uh, and then, and then we had a, uh, right, right when we were adopting, uh, Aria, we had a terrible case over in Spencer, uh, mm-hmm. that was, uh, involved a, a child her age mm-hmm. and, and that was tough. And I gave a press conference over there yeah, and, was and so, mm-hmm. just about lost it over there yeah. too. So that was a bad, uh, bad that was a story. bad one. So, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, that was a lot of good, uh, come out of that and, and uh, it's been it's been wonderful it's been a blessing mm-hmm. well so continuing on uh here to, to to wrap up this episode of the general store is um we talked about adoption mm-hmm. and so you know we want to talk to a little bit about how important foster care is and i don't know about you all but now you were you and marianne were actually fostered uh, Jordan yes. and then adopted him. It was mm-hmm. considered a foster care. Right. I've had several friends who have been foster parents mm-hmm. and wow. I mean, mm-hmm. it takes special people oh, to really foster. Oh, it, it's, it's hard. It's yes. hard work because a lot of times these kids are coming from really broken homes, um, broken situations, rough environments, rough yeah. environments, mm-hmm. maybe some uh, substance abuse, mm-hmm. Um, you know, alcohol, fetal syndrome, all the things, you know, things like that. And these foster parents just love them and give them a safe place. And a lot of them end up getting adopted, um, you know, uh, by their foster parents. My grandparents, so my dad's mom and dad, my mom and papa Dorothy, they were foster parents um, way back and um, ended up adopting my uncle John, Johnny Bob. um, So I just, foster care has always been a big deal in our family because we knew how important it was and how special it was. It's a great way to grow your family Mm -hmm. and uh, to love and care for for children who might, you know, who need saved, really. So uh, we would just encourage you to check into that. Uh, Check into fostering. Yeah. What a, what a blessing that, that must have been, it, it is, it especially in your case. Yeah, it, it was Led great. right in. Yep. You know, him being a relative, you know, it, it made it even that much more special. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. But I told Marianne, I said, we got to stop here. <laughs> we're going to end up competing with the Dernals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it can happen, Bill. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was done. Uh, yep. I had a surgery to prove it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or I had a surgery. A Bill statement. Bill you had statement. A doctor I had statement. A statement to prove it. Right. Not mine. So, Kurt uh, has a starting five and two cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So. That's right. <laughs> Almost a baseball team. I know. Almost. Almost. Close. Yeah. We kept wondering if he just didn't realize how it was happening. <laughs> right. I mean, right. I, <laughs> I mean, luckily things, you figured it you out know, and yeah. so they changed the water right? yeah right <laughs> so um fostering very important but also there are other 
And I love these. And I've wanted to have one here in Bloomington if I even have to spearhead the effort to raise the money to have it happen. They're called baby boxes. Uh Um, And there are, I think you said 92 in the state of Indiana. So can you talk a little bit about that? So Indiana's safe haven law uh, went into effect, I think, in 2017. And basically, uh, it enables a person to give up their child. um, Anonymously. Anonymously. Yeah, completely anonymously. And, And we've all heard the stories. We've all heard the horrific tales, you know, of mothers who are... In desperation. I mean, they don't know where to turn. They don't know what options are out there for them. Uh, they don't know the resources. Um, so they end up doing things that is not very good judgment. Mm-hmm. And and these, these children are left out in the cold or somewhere they're abandoned somewhere. Uh, it continues to happen. So to offset that as a countermeasure, these baby boxes have been set up and they're the they're fantastic uh they're they're set usually at a fire station or at a community center mm-hmm. somewhere at a hospital right uh maybe somewhere like that but uh they're temperature controlled mm-hmm. it's like an incubator mm-hmm. <laughs> they're you know it's the, the the child will stay warm um all the parent has to do literally is walk up to the baby box and put the child in I don't think there are cameras or anything. No, no, yeah. no. Because so you're uh, total anonymity. Complete anonymity. You. This is not against the law. This right, is not right. against the law to do this. Um, the law until, protects you exactly if you'll do this exactly uh, to to newborns up to thirty days. I think thirty days. So so you place the child in the box. You shut the door, and immediately after that. It's, there's a notification that that's sent to 911 or so it's or wired some or what type, have yes, you. Yes, exactly. So they know something has been placed in in the box. So um, and immediately the child is taken care for, taken to a medical facility, uh, checked over, and and then is is uh, placed and hopefully adopted after that. So I mean, it is a wonderful, uh, such a great decision of those who have used. In fact, uh, 21. I'm just reading here some of the stats. Uh, 21 infants have been placed in baby boxes uh, since 2017, and 125 surrenders of children have have been resulted through the Safe Haven Baby Box hotline. So just a phone call, just a just a phone call. So that's over and above the 21 that were <coughs> exactly, put in the boxes. Exactly. These are actually people who called. Exactly. So you've got yeah. So you do the quick math there. Um, it, uh, lots, lots of babies who would have otherwise probably perished. Right, I, right. I would say. Yeah. So, so um, mm. the the Safe Haven Baby Box hotline is one eight hundred or one eight six six nine nine baby one. So the hotline is there twenty four seven. Mm-hmm. Ready to go with staffed, licensed counselors to to take you through every single step of what you need to do, um, how this can happen anonymously. All this is anonymous, and like I said, this is not against the mm-hmm. law. And this is, and we're talking Indiana, of course. Mm-hmm. So right. now, and uh, we can we can link the website and the phone number in the description lo- uh, box yeah. below the uh, YouTube video. Yeah, we'll, so we, we will definitely uh, shoot that up on the screen. We'll get Mike to do that for us. Uh, the website is. SHBB, so Safe Haven Baby Box, shbb.org. And uh, they also have a place where you can go to see the locations as well. So, okay, again, good. 92 in Indiana. Um, there was one in Monroe County. It's not operable now, but they are hopefully getting that worked on. And I know that's something that you you have a heart for. Yeah, right I now, need so. to 
yeah, we need to d- dig into that a little yeah. bit and see if there's maybe maybe there's something we can do to help get it moved. Yeah, because I believe it was at the Fourth Street, fire the station. old Fourth Street right. fire station, right. which flooded is yeah. defunct. It was yeah, yeah um, it's no longer operable. Yeah, um, and and neither. But is the, the baby, baby box is still, still there, there, and yes. it's just not being used. Right. Maybe by the time our show airs, it's already been moved. Praise God. It'd be yeah. awesome. But oh. if not, let's, you know, I would love to be involved in that. Let's see if we can figure that out. It'd be super. A story out of northern Indiana. This has been two weeks ago. A police officer and his wife adopted an infant months after she was surrendered in a baby box. Mm. Um, so uh, you're looking, it's Mishawaka police officer Bruce Faultnit. Faltinsky, I'm sorry if I butchered Common your spelling. name. Uh, Bruce, <laughs> Bruce Faltinsky and his wife Shelby added Maya to their family on Friday, which was National Adoption Day. This is written back in November, so that would have been, I think, November 15th. Um, but I have to take a look at that. National Adoption Day is in, is in November. So That's wonderful. Um, yeah, and again, uh, Indiana Safe Haven Law, you're, right. you're covered here. Mm-hmm. Uh, moms, if, if you feel desperate, if you feel hopeless, if you feel like there's no other way... You can call this number. You can get the resources that and you need. even if you call, anonymous. It is. It it's is. It's all anonymous. Mm-hmm. You don't exactly. have to tell anybody no. anything. And you say, well, they can they can get my phone number. That Indiana Safe Haven Law forbids that to happen. That That is not something that can happen. According to that law, right. you are protected by that. So don't worry about where you're calling from. Don't think, i got to go find a pay phone or somewhere, you know, so I can hide and disguise myself. You don't have to do that. You, no. you don't have to jump through those because they don't silly. care. They don't care. And if because you find it's not a payphone, the law. you're doing something. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, they don't care yeah. because it's not against the law. Right. Right. They care about the child. The child. So that's, that's all it is. Right. That's it. So right. wow. lots of good stories. I mean, Great I'm sure stuff. we could be here all day telling you about how this has saved lives and, and the, the families that this has affected. So yeah. I mean, imagine 120 some children that would yeah. have perished. Have been been saved Mm -hmm. just because of a box. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, so good. Well, thank you, uh, the three of you, for sharing your adoption stories, and um, you know we hope that uh, that we can revisit this story uh, as far as the local baby box. We know there's one in Lawrence County, Morgan County, so some Spencer has one. Mm -hmm. Owen County. So Mm -hmm. if you're local. Uh, and, and maybe in Monroe County, it's not that far away. So you have some options maybe Absolutely. until we can get that Monroe County one up and running right, again. But right. uh, if you're listening from a different state, uh, we encourage you to be active, yeah. be, be proactive, get out there and, and uh, find out how you can get baby boxes in your area, how you can get uh, talk to your, your uh, legislature, uh, legislators and about having uh, great adoption laws as well in your state like we have here in the state of yeah, Indiana. Very blessed. State. So wonderful, good stuff. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we hope, if it's the Lord's will, we'll be back next Friday for another edition of The General Store from the 70 Times 7 studio. So for Kirk and Mark and Bill, I'm Sheila, and we'll see you next time from The General Store. <laughs>